An Eichel backhander on goal save. Rebound, they score! Barbashev in front. 7-1 Golden Knights. The party is on in Las Vegas. Live from the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas studio and live at LVSportsNetwork.com. What has happened here has been simply incredible. Not only is Vegas a hockey town, it's a championship town. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show, your home for access with the team, exclusive player interviews, and breaking news from around the National Hockey League. Here are your hosts, Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace. Welcome in Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. Ryan Wallace, Darren Millard, Chris Chapman, live inside the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports, Las Vegas studios. Finley Chevrolet on the 215, home of the... Back at it. We got the gang back together. 702-876-1340. Call us. Be part of the return of the full cast of the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas. I just took some video as we <laughs> welcomed ourselves on the air, and Chapman did some kind of Gene Simmons impersonation. That's exactly I have no what it idea was. why. Yeah. Uh, and I said, I'm going to post that. And he was like, fine, let's do it. Yeah, uh, go, for go. It. Uh, go for it. Go for it. You're just, you're, you're off. There's something... Not quite right. Yes, there isn't. There's something not quite. <laughs> you need right. a hug. <laughs> I could use a hug. Yes, because it looks like you need a little bit of support right now. I I, I do. I could tell you guys in the break what's going on. But yeah. huh. here's the problem. I'm not the right person. No, Ryan likes to hugs. support you. Yeah, yeah no, it's no fine. but I, I got like, you. I tear you down. That's no, my well, job. Yeah. For you to to be off kilter in my return is not a good combination. Yeah, well, I so mean, this is not going to bode well for you today. We'll, we'll, we'll get through. We'll survive. All right, we've got Bruce Cassidy and George McPhee. Talked to them yesterday during the final game of the rookie faceoff, uh, Vegas against uh, Colorado over at City National Arena. Fun conversations. Uh, mm-hmm. Brian McCormick and I uh, were doing that game uh, here on Fox Sports Las Vegas, and we're going to replay a bit of that yeah. uh, at some point during this hour, and we'll run George at 5 o'clock in hour yeah. number two. Yeah, it makes sense. All right, uh, that sounds good. Uh, some, some cool things about the summer, uh, about the Stanley Cup. Uh, Bruce had a really cool answer about preparing mm-hmm. uh, and defending the Stanley Cup and what goes into tweaking your approach. Uh, so that is some really valuable stuff that uh, that I want to make sure that everybody gets a chance to listen to. Yeah, no, I, I couldn't agree more. I, I was fortunate enough to listen to both of those yesterday during Thanks the game. Thanks for being part of the audience. Well, That's great. Well done. I, I thought you and uh, you and McCormick did a great job. Good chemistry, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like you guys have done this a time or two. So it's it's good. Um, I enjoyed it. Uh, definitely an added layer. And I, I really did enjoy the conversations with Bruce Cassidy and George McVie. George McVie, every time I hear him talk about the Stanley Cup, just it it it, it gives you a deeper appreciation for how important a moment this is, not just for him, but for everybody involved. It's It's awesome. His buddies, his old street mm-hmm. hockey buddies, yeah, yeah. road hockey buddies. Yeah, what do you fantastic. call it? Ball hockey? What, what? Yeah, ball hockey. Perfect. Okay, we call it street hockey. Sure. Then I've heard road hockey. Chapman, what's going on? What's happening over there, buddy? I think I'm just going to go home because it you, seems like that kind of day. You've got your head buried in the Yeah. In the well, auto, we have we have board. the new board, and yeah. there is no pot for telephone. There was last week, but it's gone. Have you not worked gone. in here? Well, things change. Like, the board is constantly being changed, and I'm having a difficult time finding where the phone pot is. So How do we do this? I, 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 We've got people on hold. Yes, Who, we Who's do. the first caller? 
Uh, Mike, of course. Okay, but, so yeah. why don't you put Mike on well, and just put all the pots up? No, and, no, no. We don't no, want to do that. And, we don't want to do that. And then as soon as – and then start dropping them down. And when you get to one where where Mike gets quieter, we know that's the one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, there, there's – there's let's see. There's there's preview, VGK play-by-play, Learfield. Okay. I, yeah, there's no phone. There's no let's phone. put them all up and let's see what what what'll happen. Because oh, no, no other sources coming in. We, no, nothing else is live. Let's I, do it. I'm not usually on board, but I fully support this. Let's let's go. Is oh, is is Mike pressed? Let's let's try. Let's try this one. We are a well-oiled machine. This is what was supposed to happen. I take the first <laughs> couple of weeks off, thinking that I'm just drawing out my summer, mm-hmm. my off season a little mm-hmm. bit more. But what was really the goal? was you guys could figure out the new studio mm-hmm. in time for it to be flawless when I come back. Weird. And then I wouldn't, like, badger him. Mm-hmm. That's not happening I right know. now. I'm, I'm, I'm going home. I'm done. I'm, I'm, I'm you resigning right now. now. Okay, so we can't hear. Doing? Mike, no, are you Mike, there? Mike's not here, yeah. All right. I so don't... it's not that one. Yeah. So just keep potting them up. The light didn't go Well, this one doesn't even work, that so it's not that. All right. So that, nope. that did it's something. It's none of these. It's none of these. I do feel like Mike can probably hear us right now. So I'm Mike, sure he oh, can. guaranteed. Mike, if you can hear us, just talk so that when when we do find the right pot, yeah, we'll be able to Keep counting to you. 10. That's a good one. Or you can count to 50. I don't, I don't care. Or count. What I like to do is I count to 10, and then I count backwards from 10. Oh, yeah? Just to show people that I can do it. On mic checks. Okay. Or you go level, 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 level. It's or all, one, it's, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. For me, it's always mic one, two, mic one, two. Or yeah. check one, two, check one, two. That's it. You got you to show that you can go uh, a little bit <laughs> higher. Yeah. Let's go I, live to Chris Chapman. I, I'm, I'm done. I'm, I'm resigning. I'm, I'm, I'm done. I quit. So do I get to run the board for yeah, the rest of yeah, the show? Yeah, come on. Come on. Seriously? This, this is a terrible let's, idea. Yeah, let's do this, this is not a good idea. Come on. Okay, well, there's a bunch of other switches over yeah, here. Yeah, but these are hotkeys, so if I turn so these on those? And, 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 well. <laughs> All right. Here, Mike, so, are you there? No, Mike, Mike, Mike you is definitely us? not there with hotkeys. All right. All right. What about those two hotkeys? No, it's not these. Preview? No. Play-by-play? Play. That's that's how we connect to Duva, but that's definitely not the case there. <laughs> So I'm going to record some of this. Oh this man, the... I am I am totally not authorizing to be recorded right now. This is this brutal. Are you going to do it? This is what happened. Like we were, we're so good last I, week. I don't know what happened. Chappy, we were so good last well, week. No come, hiccups. Here, here's the here's the problem. Oh, no, this is where he blames other people. People from other studios come in here and they don't set things back the way they were. Yeah. Yeah. This is good. I'm going to have to step out and go grab. Uh, our illustrious engineer Kevin, and find out why there's no foam pot. Okay, why don't you go do board. that now? Yeah, yep. I'm going now. Hey, we have a first preseason game on Sunday. We do. What are the chances? Mm-hmm. What are the chances? Because the rookie faceoff was fine. Mm-hmm. It was Bobby. Yeah, I agree. What are the chances everything goes smoothly on Sunday? Well, um, I I have to believe they are. Uh, mainly because I'm going to be here in studio, so I'm, I'm eliminating one other point of of failure. So because, we'll hear you. Yeah, I'll be here for sure, and you know you can always turn the microphone on in the studio. So I'll be I'll be ready to go. The question is connection point to the broadcast. That's something we'll have to work through. But you know, again, as you mentioned, rookie face off went perfectly fine. I heard you guys yesterday. It's great stuff. If you're on hold, stay there. 
please. We will get to you. 702-876-1340. It's not how we anticipated the return to be, but <laughs> we'll, we'll get through it. Chapman's wandering aimlessly around. Mm. I, I will post the video from on my Instagram, Darren.Millard, and you'll see exactly what he's dealing with right now. Now, to be fair, it is a brand new audio board mm. in a renovated studio. Yep. Now, here's the reality of it. You have to get in more than 30 seconds prior to the show Generally to make sure good. that everything's good. Yeah. Oh, here we go. We got we got to fix it, right? Yeah, we got Kevin. I can't wait till until Johnny here fixes it. So <laughs> so Chapman, he call he answers to Johnny. You guys may call him Kevin, but but he's Johnny to me. And he's going to he's going to get this thing ready in 20 seconds. It's already maybe, good. Maybe he's even got less. It. Yeah, he's got it. It's good. So, Johnny, Kevin, talking to that microphone. <laughs> Am I on? What? Oh, oh, it's hold, a hold, hold on. Uh, I, I know we kept you on the, on the on the on the horn here for a little bit, Mikey. But just hold on. I okay. gotta bring. I gotta bring uh, the fix it man, uh, Kevin. Where did Chapman go wrong here? Uh, Chapman went wrong in thinking that the people that were in here before were looking out for him. That they had his best interest at heart, they don't. Oh, wow. They want to see Chapman fail. Oh okay. man! That's why he called me. So was this any way mm -hmm. Chapman's fault? No. Really? No. You're totally taking him, absolving him of all responsibility. A hundred percent. I'm doing the hand signs right now. Wow. He's like the Pope. Yeah, he I saw absolved. that. Well wow. Done. He's getting into heaven, buddy. I don't know what to tell you. Because <laughs> <laughs> we've been on the other side of it. For the last ten minutes, oh, he's been yelling. Well, 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 he's been well, he's been trying to sort this out. Oh, now, okay. Now, let me ask the the main issue or the the initial issue, not his fault. Right, right, right. Knowing how to fix it, also not his fault. Wow, there we go. You know, this stuff isn't like IKEA furniture. Got it. You know, if there's no manual, we can't really expect people to know. Sure. How are they going to know? Yeah. So, we talked about it. You know. So I mean? if this happens again, I know how to fix it now. You there do you know go. how to fix it. Yeah, I, I've Keep talking in the microphone. <laughs> yes, I, I I saw Kevin put the 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 pot to phone. Now I know what to do. Wow, is it like a selector switch? Pretty much, yeah. Oh, nice. It's like an automated, and you have to go to a different source and select that source. And you know what you you are right now? You're the veteran who comes to camp and doesn't give a crap. <laughs> you didn't do any preparation. You didn't do any. Like strength and conditioning. Yes. Nothing. Well, you just showed up listen, and expected to go smoothly. He's and not you, in and the you best got a, shape of his And life. you got a rude awakening today. I, I, I got my Stanley Cup. I'm good. I'm, I'm totally cool now. So, uh, yeah. Hmm. But, yes, hmm. now I know how to fix it. Should we? Johnny? Kevin? Kevin? Always. Yeah. Fist bump. All right. Uh, <laughs> thanks, Mike, buddy. Uh, yeah. Lead us off. Uh, and, and, and thanks for being so patient <laughs> with us. Oh, you have no idea. Oh no no! Trust today. trust me. <laughs> I, this may surprise you, but I do have an idea. Oh, you do! Yep. I know you do. Fifty-one years ago, nearly to the day, I did my first football broadcast a thousand miles away. I and and it went better engineer. than this show. Oh no! I went to the chief engineer and I said, "The equipment, please go over the equipment. Make sure it's a hundred percent." Yeah, mm. it's fine. Don't worry about it. I get to Akron, Ohio. And nothing. It's as dead as a doornail. What did you lose? One of the tin cans that was uh, looped <laughs> together with the string. All right, you're 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 barely old enough to know, but you know the point is is that these things happen to all of us. 
So, Chris, mm. hang in there, buddy. I, I know it's tough, Mike, and I Mike. know last year you threw the phone against the wall, yeah. but those are... We're going to get there. They tend to happen to Chapman more than <laughs> they do to everybody else. By the way, Mike, we have this brand new board, new computers, new, new monitors. Oh, I know. But, I can see it in my head. Still the same phone. I can phone. see what you got. And we no, still, guess, it, but this wasn't a the, phone The phone issue. worked. No, the no, phone no, worked, no, 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 no. I know, but Mike said I threw the phone against the wall. We well, still have that phone in bits that, and pieces, that and that's was, the one we're still That was using. last year. It's, it's all brand new for you. Well, the board is, yes. Well, we can't, we can't get mad the at the The oldest thing in here, yet. the phone actually worked. Well, for now. The rest of it didn't. <laughs> hey, what's going on, Mike? <laughs> well, how are you doing, guys? Welcome home. We're good. It's, it's so, good. It, it, at any rate, last night, I got to tell you, yesterday afternoon, that is, I guess, you, young man, Mr. Mallard, were extraordinary as a color man. You have a, you have a color voice that's perfect. I, uh, Shane Knighty better watch his back because I, you were excellent. Really. I tell him that all the time. Mm-hmm. Oh, you do. Well, like I'm, I'm, you, I'm you coming know. for people. I don't like, think he's worried. I could do. I could do Lawless's job. I could do Gosher's <laughs> job. I just don't want their jobs because there's too much work to it. Nighties, I could do that job because you're reacting to the play. Like, come on, really? But I enjoy being a host. That's why I do it. Otherwise, I would just take a run at, at one of their positions. But I, I, one of my first things I ever did in broadcasting was as an analyst on the radio, mm. uh, both in Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League and the Western Hockey League. I was the analyst, and Darren Dreger was the play-by-play guy. We were the sports team at CKLQ oh. in in uh, in Brandon, covering the Wheat Kings for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, that picture's I, been tweeted out. It. Yeah, uh, my flock of seals hair. Great hair, right? But having done that, but, so but many thank times you for the compliment in, in, over the years. I you do appreciate it. Did not step on Brian at all. You were great about it, and that's that's the really the the key to being a good color man is don't step on your play by play guy. Right. And what's and, the key to being a good radio operator? Oh boy. Oh well. <laughs> fortunately, I very very seldom was on that end of the equation. <laughs> yeah. We're looking so here I too. Through my equipment. Well, Chapman's but, been there. But he's, I, I, I empathize so much. It's 20, it's 51 years ago. It's almost the anniversary. I forgot. But anyway, thank you for reminding me how crazy the industry is, even today. And uh, I do want to know about the Knights, obviously. Who are we looking at next week, this week, uh, in terms of possibly ever making a splash? Obviously, Brendan Brisson. Is there anybody else? Well, do you put. Pavel Dorofiev in that same category. Mm-hmm. I, he had a great stretch last season, but doing it for a full campaign and making a splash uh, is a little bit different than that. So I, I would put him in the same category and Max Comtois on, yep. on a mm-hmm. professional tryout offer. This this guy started on the Ducks' top line last year. Right, yeah. And, and that's going to be the big thing for me going into camp, Mike, is that I'm looking at – Three players in particular, Paul Cotter, Pavel Dorofiev, Max Comtois, because I, I, I truly do believe that one of those three guys, two of those three guys, that's going to be the answer for, I would argue, maybe the one or two spots that are legitimately open at forward. And, and I think that you're just going to want some of that NHL experience. Dorofiev has the least of it. Paul Cotter had a great camp last year, forced his way into a spot on the team. He's going to have to do that again. 
He's going to have to have another really solid, really good camp. And, you know, to a degree, this is a big opportunity for Max Comtois to come into an, an opportunity with a contending team, which is something he hasn't had before. I know he scared the heck out of us a few years ago when he scored six goals. I mean, good heavens. I can't think of anybody who scored six goals against us in a season. David Perron. Well, okay. That's Always. enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right about that. But Comtois really put the fear into us. Mm-hmm. He's a good player. And, and I think he'll be a player for us now. He has to sign a contract. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what, if he makes the team, what that will come in at. Uh, it shouldn't be expensive. Mm-hmm. But the other part is you're getting a guy that's well thought of uh, in, in the National Hockey League as a prospect for free. That's, yeah, that, I, that's, that's I, a great I job. A professional I, tryout. I love the tryout. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, one other thing. Is the game on Sunday, is it at 5 o'clock? I get for two different times. Is it 5? Five o'clock, I believe it is five o'clock. Let me let me just check that. That's the time I have. Yeah, yeah. So, That's what I had. So too. Ryan, you'll be on the pregame at four. That's correct, sir. I look forward to it. All right. Awesome, where where did you see the two different times? I'm just curious. I saw seven. I saw. I swear, I saw seven p.m. Okay, because it it's I can see that happening with with time zones, but we're in the same same boat here with uh, with Sanders. Well, it was Sunday also. That's why yeah. I was a little confused. Uh, Mike, uh, pleasure talking to you again. We'll see you around the rink. You bet. All right. Uh, back to the phones, 702-876-1340. We have a line open. Stephanie, welcome back to the VGK Insider Show. Hey, guys. How are you doing? Great. Eh, eh, you're getting by. So, so first, I want to uh, just send Chapman a big hug. And um, I'm a mom, so it's a really good hug. I hope you're going to have a better day than it started, Chapman. Well, it can't be any worse, so... Can only go up from here. Yep, exactly. What do you consider, like, is this the front part of your day? (laughs) Like, can you save any part of this day, Chapman? Or is it, like, after this show's over, you're in bed, so it's already toast? Well, I've been up since 5.15 this morning. Okay, so so. this is the tail end of your day. So, really, you don't have much left. Uh, Thanks for the hug, Stephanie. Uh, What's happening today? Enjoyed uh, all the rookie games and to get back in the swing and get ready for hockey. Um, unfortunately, we got a zero out of zero possible points in those games, but it was good to see our rookies and, and see what we've got, uh, you know, in the pipeline in the future for the night. Who jumped out at you? Uh, I mean, uh, obviously Brisson, right? Mm-hmm. Like he, I think he would be the kind of the star of that. Um, I don't know. It was just it was just really fun to get to like watch hockey and enjoy it. Um, and of course, uh, listening to you and uh, uh, Mac yesterday was lots. Well, yesterday I can't remember. My days are so gone. That was yesterday. Uh, lots of fun. Um, just made me a little bit long for uh, getting Dan Duba and Gary Lawless back. Can't See, that was just mean. L- listening to <laughs> us made you want to hear them. You're supposed to say, listening to us made you say, I want to hear more of you guys. That's exactly correct, Stephanie. Well done. <laughs> she just Sorry. slayed the dragon and cooked it supper. <laughs> she, she really did. did. Um, awesome stuff. And you're right about uh, Brendan Brisson. Uh, he was outstanding <clears throat> all weekend. And he was a guy that could have scored four goals. Yep. Four, four goals on Saturday. Mm-hmm. In uh, in the lopsided loss, but if he converts on those and uh, scored in a couple of other games, uh, the the bookmark bookended the the games and his foot speed and being in the right spot, mm-hmm. 
really, uh, really did impress me. You you brought it up um, yesterday. There there was a play early on in the game where Brendan Brisson forces his way into the zone. He's dogged on the puck, and it leads to a power play for the Vegas Golden Knights. Obviously, he scored on Friday, and he scored yesterday. But you go back to the Friday game, he had a breakaway opportunity, and then right after the breakaway, he, he wins a battle in the corner and sets up a great opportunity, so could have had you know more more offensive uh, impact in terms of that game. And, you know, he he didn't score on his best opportunity yesterday, which was just a, a beautiful feed in the second period. He walks right down the middle, gets the goaltender to overcommit, and just can't get it past the paddle. But as you mentioned, it was not just what he did when the puck was on his stick. It was all the other facets of the game. And it wasn't by one-timer. No. It no. was creating opportunities in and around a normal flow of play. Yeah, absolutely. And he's known for the one-timer. Mm-hmm. When he's getting chances outside of that, it's really encouraging. Uh, line two, uh, let's go to Paletti. Uh, welcome to the VGK Insider Show. I have not talked to you. Uh, what's happening? Uh, you have, actually. I've changed my name. That's why. You've, you've, been, uh, you've wow. been missing, so you haven't, uh, you haven't heard that I've changed my name. No, I did not know that. Uh, you've, you've got the, uh, the hockey world down there right now. Yes, 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 we do. And uh, I'm not there because of, I was supposed to have lunch this weekend and then it got cancelled from me and I'm now still kind of forced to move down. So everybody's uh, like head down there because of the uh, the shortness of time between, um, you know, with flights and everything like that. It's just way too expensive. But uh, I'm looking forward to uh, seeing how everything goes uh, down there, about a thousand kilometres from, from where I am now. I have no idea what you guys have talked about this this morning already. So, so this could be fun with my question, and I apologize if you guys have already talked about this. Because when when uh, Chris has put me on hold, usually I can hear the program. Today I I had radio silence for twenty minutes, so I have no idea what you guys have talked Seriously? about. Seriously? Well, we had we had um, problems with the phone. You couldn't hear any of that. No, I have not heard any of the program so far. You know how many people would trade places with you right now <laughs> to not have heard the first 25 Basically minutes of this the show? the entire audience. Yeah, literally everybody. You are the luckiest person I know right now to True. have missed the first 22 minutes of the show. It's truth. Uh, anyway, my question. Um, obviously, everything that's happened with Columbus and Mike Babcock we know that this is not a new issue within within hockey circles. We know that there's a lot of recycling that goes on. We've heard players past and present become more comfortable with speaking up after the fact. Like I'm pretty sure it was on this show last week. You know, I heard a couple of lines from players in Detroit are like, great hockey mind. Absolutely terrible human being, wanted nothing to do with him in regards to Babcock. And, and I guess, and Darren, you can probably speak to this because of your long history within, you know, both hockey and NHL circles. When is the league going to stop giving second and third chances and fourth chances? Because that's ultimately what this is. It's becoming a fourth chance for a guy like Mike Babcock, who clearly just hasn't learned his lesson, regardless of whether he's a good hockey mind or not. And I know that this is not just a hockey problem. It's a men's sport problem in general, but it seems to be amplified a little bit more in the hockey space. This is what I'm going to do. 
I will address the Mike Babcock situation in one-timers in hour number two uh, because we have callers stacked up here, uh, and I, I want to get to as many people as possible. But uh, I recorded the Chirp podcast today. I had uh, an opinion on uh, the situation on that podcast. It'll drop uh, in a little bit. Uh, I've been on with John Shannon on his podcast uh, the last couple of days, so we've addressed it. I will give you my entire thoughts uh, unedited uh, in one-timers in hour number two. Uh, And it may not be exactly what you want to hear, but it will be honest and it will be unedited. Okay, and then if you if you want to call me back or send me a message, we can have a dialogue uh, about it. But uh, I do want to get to other uh, callers and to really address it properly. I'm going to need a little bit more time than this. No, worries. that's fair enough. Uh, thank you for your honesty, at least. Um, I look forward to listening into the rest of the show. Awesome, uh, thanks, buddy, and enjoy uh, life down uh, south of the uh, equator. First time ever, Stanley Cup. Yeah, on the other side yeah. uh, of the equator. Seven oh two. 876-1340. Charlie. Yes, sir. Welcome back, gentlemen. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. One thing I noticed is uh, the broadcast doesn't go over the phone right now. Before, when we're on hold, you could hear what you gentlemen were talking about. Yeah. Now we can't. So I, I will fix that. Radio. No, well, it didn't work. But now, no, no, I'll, I'll now. fix it. I'll, I'll get to the bottom of it, Charlie. And, okay. and, and if I don't fix it, hmm. I'll fire somebody. Just call, okay. Kevin. Just call Kevin, John. Yeah, I had, I have two questions. Uh, number one is Robin Leonard coming back, and if so, he's not on long term IR. That puts us over the cap. What do we do? Well, Robin Leonard will have to take a physical. Mm-hmm. He's under contract. Uh, he will report and then undergo that process. And for his salary to count against the salary cap to come off LTIR. Well, he would be put on because every season starts new. Yep. Uh, if if he does not pass his physical, then he would be put back onto LTIR. So uh, we have to wait for that situation to play out before we know whether Robin Leonard will be part of the group or uh, will be uh, on the sidelines this year. He had yeah. double hip surgery last year, remember. Mm-hmm. Right. My second question is, I have Cox Cable. Yes. And so far, I don't know what uh, channel the Knights games are going to be on, or even like Sunday's uh, exhibition game. Do you know uh, if they have a contract still with Cox Cable? Charlie, 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 I love you. Is it too much to say I love you? Like, I know we've just kind of met, but right. uh, we he's not feeling the love, is he? He just said, uh, right. Uh, we had a meeting today. Uh, with our friends uh, with Scripps Sports, and we walked through a lot of different things. I'm really excited about the look of the broadcast uh, this winter, some of the uh, the graphics, uh, the music. There's there's a lot of uh, different elements that are just that's going to freshen up from, from, from the first six years. Uh, so that's going to be awesome. But one of the things that we did talk about was carriage and, and where the games are going to be. Mm-hmm. And I hope I'm not talking out of school, uh, but it was part of our conversation. Uh, an agreement has been reached with Cox, and this is very great uh, news. breaking news right now. Uh, it will be on Channel 38 on Cox. Oh, well, I, know nice. it's, I know it's 34, but it'll be on Channel 38 on Cox. Over the air, uh, it will be on Channel 34. And there's... 
negotiations taking place uh, for things like uh, FUBU, uh, and that's going to be during the preseason. The anticipation is that that will get done hmm. before the start of the regular season. But uh, but Cox and DirecTV, you will be able to watch in the Las Vegas Valley. Uh, you will be able to watch your your, your Vegas Golden Knights, and uh, I'm really excited about that. Other other carriers uh, like YouTube and Hulu, uh, those conversations are taking place right now. Uh, YouTube, obviously, very uh, involved in the National Football League. They yeah. were focused on that. Uh, they'll 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 loop back and uh, and work with uh, with everybody at Script Sports. But uh, Channel 38 on Cox, Charlie, is where you, you will be able to find. The Vegas School of the Knights uh, this winter. You just made our day for my wife and myself. <laughs> you know, Charlie, if I had a dollar for every time I heard that You'd have a from dollar. people, I'd have like maybe two fifty. <laughs> oh. Yeah, so it'll cover what you yeah. owe me from ex- the ex- exactly. Okay, got it. Uh, thanks, Charlie. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate it. I'm glad uh, we got uh, to settle that. And that was on my list of things uh, to talk about today. Yeah. Was what was uh, what was happening with the carrier or carriage, uh, Rita. Welcome to the BGK Insider Show. Been a long time. How are you doing? I'm good. Glad to have you all back. Hi, Rita. Um, first thing, I, and then I'm going to get to my point, but since you brought it up, Darren, I heard you on the Bob McCallum pod, uh, podcast yesterday. Yep. And, yeah, I do not agree with what you said. I thought it was a good old boy defending a good old boy. Love you, but... You know, I got to be honest. You know that. I think I think you're taking half of it, but uh, but for anybody that uh, is curious, what Rita's talking about uh, the Mike Babcock situation, uh, I, I will give you my opinion on what went down with that, and it's not totally defending uh, my friend and and Mike and I are friends, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, it uh, there's there's a broader scope to it. But I I understand what you're saying on the on the front part of it for sure, Rita. Okay, so the real reason I called, after I say my piece, I'm going to hang up, but I want you all to think of it. I was thinking about the beginning of the season, and I was thinking about last year. And one thought came to mind, and it just made me smile. So I, after I say what's mine, I want you all to think about it and say what made you smile at the beginning of the season. But when Carter went into the dressing room for the prospects and the rookies and he was told no he's in the big room and i just thought that was just the nicest thing anyway love you guys i'll talk to you later awesome so i mean like i'll jump what made me smile uh was phil kessel scoring in the in the game against the san jose sharks when he set the Iron Man record. I just I thought that that was just such great theater. You can't script it any better. It was fantastic, uh, and especially kind of holds up now because he scored the game prior, and it was uh, it was washed away by an offside uh, review, which sucks in general because you would have liked to have seen that one, especially since it was against the Leafs. Because it's always funny when bad things happen to the Leafs. But um, yeah, Phil Kessel scoring in San Jose the night that he sets the the Iron Man streak is just phenomenal. Before Chapman chimes in, thank you for saying offside. Yeah, and not making that plural. Yeah, one of my big pet peeves about it. Come on, I'm a pro. I I give you all the credit in the world. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. So what made me smile when I when I think back, I'm I'm gonna go back to the golf tournament, and I didn't know Aiden Hill from anybody. Mm-hmm. And Aiden Hill certainly didn't know me. Probably you didn't know Aiden from Adam. Yeah. Boom. 
Yes, and Aiden didn't know Chapman from Chipman. But and he still doesn't. He still doesn't. But we walked in together, and he could not have been more friendly, more nice, more outgoing. And to think that that guy now is a Stanley Cup champion and was in net and a guy who possibly could have won a Conn Smythe trophy, like, could not have happened to a nicer human being. And thinking about that, like, it was the first moment where I actually got to meet him. Mm-hmm. And he was cordial, nice, friendly. We walked in together, and he was, you know, really, really friendly. So, good guy. I'm glad he got the cup. And something I found out about him from watching the Quest for the Cup, he imports his coffee beans or from Australia. They're like these special organic coffee beans. Like, I'm not a coffee drinker, but it sounds really cool when when you think about it and when you see that. Like... I think when we have him on, Darren, you got to ask him about that because I'm not a coffee drinker, so I can't really ask him. I don't know anything about. Oh, he coffee. goes deep into it. Mm. Yeah, like he he. It's almost like he brews his own coffee. Well, like I don't know well, what they call it, but he basically uses, does. He, yeah, he uses like his own. Is it a press? Is that what it's called? I don't drink coffee. I, I but it's know. super cool. Like they showed it in Quest for the Cup, and I'm like, man, this guy's really deep into the coffee. It's cool. That episode while they were shooting it before they put it to air, that got a lot of play in and around the crew. Mm. About what Aiden does with his beverages and how much effort he puts into his coffee. <laughs> like I don't it, it think was one, it was one of those ones where, hey, did you hear what that? Some some it just it's a day and you yeah. go through it and it'll be cool to get behind the scenes. But the for the crew that mm-hmm. does this all the time, that got a lot of play. Like I don't think there's anything in my life that I do that I go that deep into. Well, I like know, I enjoy I a lot one of thing things. that doesn't qualify. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah the phone, yeah, <laughs> you my laugh. mortal enemy. It's not even the phone. It's the board the now. Problem. Now I've got the board problem. My mortal enemy is this. You got to stop setting them up, buddy. Well, like well. we're one show deep, and you've given them too much ammunition here. Well, that's fine. It, but it's day one. I'll let the guy have his fun. I'll go with something that happened very early in, in last year's play. Mm-hmm. And it was the home opener, mm. and Chicago was in town, mm-hmm. and that that was a close game. Yep. That was a, a wicked game, and Logan Thompson made a breakaway save yep. to to preserve that that result and and give Vegas the the opportunity to put away the two points, mm-hmm. and that went a long way. It, it was Chicago, which we knew weren't not going to be very good, mm-hmm. but uh, Alex Stalock played a hell of a game in They're the really Chicago good. net that that night. And Logan Thompson turned what could have been a uh, unsettling mm-hmm. result because there was so much emphasis on the goaltenders uh, going into to last season and turned it into a positive and just gave fans, coaches, teammates, uh, 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 allowed them to exhale mm-hmm. and go, okay, we, we got this. And th- that was an early, early spin on – Something that was a question mark that turned into a real positive. Yeah, it's a good one. I like it. Uh, when we come back, we are going to join Bruce Cassidy. Uh, his interview from yesterday on the Vegas Golden Knights rookie face-off broadcast in their game against the Colorado Avalanche. Uh, Brian McCormick and I uh, chatted with them. You'll hear that. Uh, George McPhee in hour number two. And we've got one-timers presented by Paul Pata Law. And I will address, uh, give you my thoughts on the Mike Babcock situations. The VGK Insider Show in Fox Sports, Las Vegas. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. 
Hour number one of the VGK Insider Show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas, Millard, Wallace, Chapman here in the studio. We are reunited. We're getting ready for this Stanley Cup defense of the Vegas Golden Knights first championship uh, last year. And uh, training camp will open, well, really kind of opens tomorrow. There's mm-hmm. media day. And then they're on the ice on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. And we'll get a game. Uh, road game on Sunday against the San Jose Sharks. Back-to-back road games yep. to start Sunday, Monday, and the first home game will be next Wednesday. The first Vegas Golden Knights big club home game since the championship night yep. back at T-Mobile. We have tickets to give away mm-hmm. for that game next Wednesday, and we will do that in our number two. Chapman, I just want to do a wellness check. Everything's okay over there because I wouldn't, uh, to be fair, I give you a lot of grief. Yes. I would have no clue what to do there. Now, that's not my job, but no, no, I would have not. no clue what's going on over there. There's a lot more uh, lights and switches <laughs> and buttons and pots to, to slide up and down. So uh, you you handled all that well. I know you wanted to quit. <laughs> yes. You wanted to quit. I, I, a I was bit. close to, you know what's yeah. funny? I said I, it enough. It was, I. I, I've got enough grief over the last week about the misery of being a New York Jets fan, and I was mm-hmm. reminded of Bill Belichick resigning after one day as head coach of the New York Jets on a crumpled-up napkin. He wrote his resignation. Uh, so that's that's the direction I was going to go. I was going to grab a napkin out of the the, the commissary really? there. No, I wasn't going to do that. Are you going to say you were going to go to that much effort? No, Are no. Are you equating yourself to Bill Belichick? Yeah, absolutely. For sure. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. absolutely. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm damn good at what I do. Brilliant. Yes. Brilliant. I, I, like, Bill is just locked in on football. Yeah. Chapman is unbelievably excellent at something. Not this. I just don't know what it yeah, is. Yes, not this. Like, you can, you can equate them. <laughs> uh, let's, uh, let's get to our conversation with... Uh, Bruce Cassidy, uh, we had the discussion yesterday during an intermission of the rookie face-off game, but Brian McCormick was calling it, and uh, we chatted with the Stanley Cup champion head coach uh, as he embarks on defending the championship. Brian McCormick and Darren Millard here with you and joined by Vegas Golden Knights head coach Bruce Cassidy. You're interrupting Bruce and I talk about our biking exploits. <laughs> Does he have a story as good as yours? <laughs> no, well, no. <laughs> well, I don't remember mine either. Bruce, we really appreciate you taking some time with us this afternoon. Uh, you know, we've been talking to a lot of people this weekend about how much fun they had during this this long, short summer, but we're a couple of days away from training camp and uh, getting ready for the next chapter for you guys. How have you spent the last couple of months? Well, I was back home. We have a place in Cape Cod, so that was nice uh, by the water, playing lots of golf, family time, uh, decompressing. And then you start to worry about this year, right? You start prepping and uh you know, put some stuff together for training camp. And the good thing is we have a lot of the same group. Um, so it should be a little easier than last year in terms of getting to know people, not only the players, but staff and front office and equipment guys, medical. So that's nice. And that is unique in a, in a cap world that you're never going to bring 100% of the crew back. But this is predominantly very much uh, a lot of the same personnel, which has to give you guys a, a good feeling getting out of the blocks. Yeah, I mean, we, we had a obviously a very successful year so uh the the more guys we can bring back i think some new blood is always good every year but you can do that as you go as well but uh young guys that are gonna be pushing the you know uh, dora fayev was here paul didn't play a lot in the end cotter so he should be hungry to play tom twas here in a trial we've got some young bodies here in the rookie camp brisons look good today um certainly he's probably chomping at the bit to get his opportunity so there's certainly be some competition but by the same token 
uh, a lot of guys that uh, helped us win a cup last year will be back, and, and those are the guys we're going to lean on. How much do you like to tweak year to year, whether it's new wrinkles or something uh, uh, added into it? Style of play, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, um, I think you have to stay current. So even if you win, you got to look at things that are happening around the league. Uh, I think, you know, working from the net out our D zone, we play kind of a, we play layers and zones. So I think teams will attack us differently this year. So we'll have to be ready for that. You, you saw it a little bit in the playoffs as you go along when it plays the same team over and over. You're, 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 it's, it's a little more adaptable for the players. So um, those are some things we'll keep an eye on. I liked our style of play last year. I think our special teams is where we'll make the biggest adjustment, try to, um, you know, raise the percentages of, of, of both of those. Uh, I thought they were good in the playoffs when they needed to be for the most part. Uh, and they were timely, but at the end of the day, I think there's room for improvement there. So that's something we'll look at. You mentioned uh, the Brendan Brisson having a good weekend. There's a couple of guys taking part in this rookie tournament who were members of the taxi squad last spring and, and along for the ride of a Stanley Cup win. What kind of value do you think that offers to, to young players to to have that kind of seat at the table to witness that kind of accomplishment? Well, I think it's what they take from it probably more than uh, they've been given an opportunity to be around, uh, you know, a great hockey club uh, to watch the difference in hockey as it goes from the regular season into the playoffs and the intensity level rises and how much how little space there is out there. So it's a big, big learning curve is how do you create and execute at a high level with limited time and space? I think that that's what, you know, I watch this rookie camp for, see which guys can do that. And I think that's what the players have to take from that because it's just not as much room. So, uh, And then the professionalism of the players, uh, being around that every day. Uh, you're up in the gym every day with your, you know, a strength coach. You're working on areas that most young guys need, which is to get bigger, stronger, faster. So... I think they can take a lot from it, but that's kind of up to the individual, right, what they what they uh, get from it. Your main camp starts later on this week. Uh, Ryan Craig is already into it. Uh, the Henderson Silver Knights uh, bench boss coaching this uh, rookie tournament for Vegas. Uh, what have your conversations been like with, with Ryan as he takes over a team for the first time? Well, I've kind of left him be here uh, for this rookie tournament. He's, you know, after each game the next morning come by and said, what do you think? So we've had discussions, but... It's hard for Ryan right now. He's got a team that, you know, sort of tossed together one practice. So you can't really put your stamp on the team. We're just, uh, he's introducing concepts that we use uh, in Vegas that he'll use in Henderson. So uh, hopefully each game it gets a little bit easier for the players where they can just play hockey and not overthink things. But that's going to take a while. So uh, Ryan's going to do a great job. He's, uh, he's played at the NHL level. He's played at the minor league level. So he understands what players need, go through and the process of getting there. Uh, he's coached with a number of different coaches now at the NHL level, probably take a little bit from each and then blend it into his own style. So uh, I anticipate he'll do a real good job. Uh, I think he's going to enjoy it. Um, see how he reacts with his first losing streak. Those are always fun. <laughs> uh, hopefully he doesn't have too many or too long, but those are things that uh, can test your uh, patience, um, especially at that level. So uh, those are all little things he's going to go through. He's going to enjoy it, uh, hopefully. Yeah, I didn't know coaches had fun. <laughs> uh, we have fun in July and August. <laughs> we, uh, I have enjoyment. Coaching fun is a, a, I don't know, fun and coaching go in the same sentence, but there is some rewarding experiences, some enjoyment. Uh, but uh, we, ha I guess we have fun, you know, when we're in the video sessions and 
you watch so much video, the, the clips you don't see, like when a linesman blows a tire behind the play. And so we'll clip those all the time. And so you have some fun, but it's, uh, yeah, it's limited. <laughs> We're with Bruce Cassidy. I'll stick with the word fun. Has it been fun with Ryan Craig moving to Henderson? Obviously some, some shuffling of, of staff. There's uh, brings in Joel Ward and Dominic Ducharme to, to your staff. Has it been uh, an enjoyable experience getting coordinated with them and getting ready for this upcoming season? Yeah, I mean, we, we haven't really got into it, like get into the thick of things, right? That's our team, and you know, let's see how we play. But, um, you know, we've all worked together, and we're trying to, you know, sort of coach Dom and Joel up. How This is how we play. This is how we want our practices to be run. This is how we're going to do training camp. And, uh, video session so there's a little bit of uh, teaching there uh, on mine and John Stevens part with the with the new faces a little bit of us getting to know them and how how their style works in terms of presenting so um, but I think it'll be more about them interacting with the players and um, you know they're both good good people that way and that's what we're looking to replace um, you know Ryan Craig and Misha did a great job with that they've been here since day one they're really good in the room and um, you know, that's what, what we're going to ask from, from the two new faces. What are the advantages? What are the challenges going into Camp 2 for you in Vegas and then coming off a championship and trying to instill all that urgency? Yeah, well, I think the first camp was very uh, structured. Uh, I had an idea how we wanted to play, and we were going to go out and execute that every day, uh, one day at a time, what we wanted to teach that day and build it, building blocks. Um, but... Again, I had to do it with a whole new staff, guys I didn't really know, um, radio guys, TV guys, medical guys, you name it. So you're going through a lot of newness, a lot of faces you see over, uh, you know, over and over, but you, you know, you're forgetting names. And uh, this year's a lot easier in that regard. You're, things are a little smoother just walking around. But once we get, get to work, it'll be a lot of the same. We're gonna try to do very similar to what we did last year. Hopefully we can get it through it quicker because it's not as new to the players now, but we still need to get our work done on the ice. It's it's a whole new season, and I thought our training camp went very well last year, and it was one of the reasons we got off to a good start because I thought we were able to get our ideas across so the players could understand them and then build on as we went along. So, that, again, that, that should be an easier process this year. Are you somebody that reaches out, talks to people about defending and the way to go about it or do you uh, go instinctual? I left uh, the players alone for the most part this summer. I checked in on, uh, you know, especially guys that got engaged or there's new additions to the family or some of the cup days you read about. So there's little things, but in general, uh, no, there won't be a lot of, it's their downtime as well. So the guys have all been here now for a while, with the exception, I think, William Carrier. Um, so now you catch up with them in the locker room. And we start talking about some of those things to the Petros and the Martys that have been there and won it before. Mm. Uh, Barbie would be in that category, Stevenson. And uh, get some feedback on, you know, what they thought. I did talk to coaches around the league, Coop and Bednar. Yeah. Recent coaches. John Stevens won in the past in L.A. So you get some feedback there. But I think every team is unique, right? Like when Coop won, it was coming out of the pandemic too. So it was a shorter season. Uh, I can't remember if he had a shorter, uh, Bednar had the shortest summer, I think, before they got going in Colorado. Um, so there's different circumstances for each. So at the end of the day, you got to make the right call with mixing, we'll work with rest and camp, uh, and hopefully we get that right. Well, it's right around the corner. We're sure everyone's chomping at the bit, but we appreciate you taking a few minutes with us this afternoon, and uh, good luck this season. We're all looking forward to it. Yep. Uh, thanks very much, fellas, and be careful if you're out on your bike. <laughs> be careful. <laughs> Thank you. A lot of dangerous drivers out there. I'll drive behind you, Darren, on the way home. Make sure you get there. <laughs> Head coach Bruce Cassidy, we appreciate it.
I don't know if Bruce even knows about my bike accident. Oh. I think he's just heard rumblings and thinks I'm an idiot. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I I don't get the sense that it was your fault in any way. Yeah. Who knows? Really? We don't know. Oh, okay. Never did get to the bottom of it. The thinking he's an idiot part. I mean, that's highly I mean, listen, like, there's there's certainly cause (laughs) to to go down that road, but not because of the bike accident. Mm. No, no. There's other reasons, but, yeah, not that. A long list. I would not have time uh, to get. But that was Bruce Cassidy from the Rookie Faceoff Tournament uh, this weekend. Uh, we talked to him yesterday uh, during the broadcast. Uh, George McPhee joined us during the first intermission yesterday. We'll get to that in hour number two. And then one-timers as we roll on to the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Having some fun. Having some fun with the uh, my bike crash and going down that path but Andreas Probst and and that tragedy uh that went down and how disgusting that was we were having some fun with my stuff but please like everybody be careful you're on your bike be conscious of uh the cyclists out there uh doing their thing trying to give back to the world in the sense of being fit yeah no I I couldn't agree with you more it's got to be aware of your surroundings but uh drivers pay attention to cyclists out there George McPhee, he's a cyclist. Uh, he's coming up in just a little bit. Uh, replay that interview from yesterday and one-timers. News and notes from around the National Hockey League in hour number two of the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas. We got through hour number one, boys. Uh-huh.